Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Post 20 Podcast. You're now listening to the NFL Conference Championship Review. Uh, we just have one more week until the Super Bowl, eight days at this point. Um, my name is Evan. I forgot to probably introduce myself. <clears throat> You'll have to forgive me. Feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, Dad's got COVID. Don't think I have COVID. Think maybe I gave him COVID. Not sure. Um, but I just tested negative. So maybe I just have a little bit of a head cold uh, or some lingering effects of a virus that is seemingly untraceable at this point. Who the fuck knows? Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the NFL Conference Championships. Uh, we had the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs were eliminated. Bengals, second half comeback, rally um, from, I believe, 21 to 10 at half. Um, get 14 unanswered points in the second quarter, or the second half, and um, outscored the Chiefs. And, and really... Um, they take the game to OT, you know, had to go to OT, but the Bengals were a much, much better team in this one. I thought the Chiefs came out. I thought they looked great. They looked really hot. I had no um, worries about them covering the spread, but of course, they disappeared. Um, they disappeared when it mattered. Mahomes just, uh, the more I watch him, the more I feel like he just plays so instinctually. And really, like that's that's all it is. It's he plays. He's super talented, but he plays all on instinct instead of IQ. And I just think the Bengals played a more high percentage game when it came down to it. Their defense showed up. Their offensive line honestly showed up way more than I thought they would. I thought the Chiefs' pass rush would be all over Burrow, but that line held up. And and Burrow. And and the offense in general, I mean, we have to just give them so much credit. It's a young team, a lot of young guys, but they perform so well together, and it's so impressive that they've been able to to string together this essentially dream season um, with such young guys. And it's, it's really impressive to me. I think um, there's no way we could give Burrow enough credit for all that he's done for the, the city of Cincinnati at this point, I mean— I haven't seen a I haven't seen a fan base this hype in so long, and it's great to see a team that is perpetually an underachiever in, in the league these days um, get to the point where they're at. And on the other hand, we have the Chiefs, who um, I just use the word underachiever. I mean, what else can we say? They underachieved in this game. They led twenty-one to ten going into halftime. They were going for it, uh, going for it. Uh, we saw Hill not get in at the end. They decided to go and try to score a touchdown instead of kicking a field goal. And and they underachieved. They should have won this game. They have a better team. They have more experience. I'd say arguably they have a better coach, although Andy Reid, every single time I'm willing to say, like, Andy's gotten past his yips and he's, he understands the way to call timeouts and challenges and whatnot. Uh, he proves me wrong. I mean, this guy, well, when you think he's got it figured out, he somehow manages to revert to absolute buffoon mode, and that's what he did in this game. I mean, the, they didn't have any fucking timeouts to use. The Chiefs were just shit out of luck. They got stuck. The Bengals kicked the field goal to tie it up. They took him to OT. They kicked another field goal, and and the Chiefs got the fucking toss, too. 
this is an inexcusable loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, for one, am glad the Bengals won after I saw how lazy and just careless the Chiefs played in the second half and even towards the end of the first half. I want to congratulate all Bengals fans, the city of Cincinnati, and especially Joe Burrow, because I think this kid is super special. I'm going to read some of the stats for you. Burrow managed this one, but he also made some really, really impressive plays. Scrambled for a first down that I think really kind of changed uh, where the game was headed. It was certainly hanging in the balance, and he got a really nice first down rush that changed things up. Um, But in terms of statistics, we had Joe Burrow throwing for 250 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. He was 23 for 38. Joe Mixon had 88 yards on the ground, a really good game for him. T. Higgins getting over that 100 mark again, 103 yards on six receptions for him. Jamar Chase had a touchdown, 54 yards, and Samaj Pirine had a touchdown on 43 yards. So defensively, um, Eli Apple, I mean, I think this guy fucking sucks. I'm tired of seeing him on social media. He's got to be the cockiest, shittiest um, DB I have ever seen, honestly. I don't think he's good at all, but he did make a big play, stopping Tyreek Hill from getting into the end of the end zone. Um, but you know, he was, ah, I think he sucks, man. I really do. So defensively, I mean, I think the Bengals really did hold up well in the second half, but the first half was suspect. I'm really curious to see how they play the Rams next week or yeah, next week at this point. Um, and then stats for the chiefs, 275 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions for Mahomes, 26 for 39. Jared McKinnon lead back 65 yards on 12 carries. Kelsey had 95 yards and a touchdown. Hill had 78 yards and a touchdown. And Nicole Hardman had 52 and a touchdown. So one, two, and three in terms of receivers all getting a touchdown in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just so unimpressed with the way that the Chiefs ended their season. They have. They have ha- they had the potential, I think, for a dynasty. Um, and when I say dynasty at this point, I mean I think of, I think of the Chicago Bulls, I think of the Pats, I think of the Lakers, all of these unbelievable teams that had unbelievable runs. Um, and the Chiefs actually had the potential to do it. I really do think they did. I think. Mahomes, I mean, he's on a massive contract, but having Mahomes, having Kelsey, who is getting up there, and then having Hill, who will get up there and lose his speed eventually, but these guys would have stuck around. I think they probably will still stick around, but the Chiefs needed a win this season. I think they needed to win the Super Bowl, and... I don't think you can say that a dynasty is possible if you're not continually winning Super Bowls. I mean, they have won. And I know Mahomes hasn't been in the league that long. What's this, his fourth year? I don't want to say it's not possible still, but the Chiefs are going to have to head into a rebuild at some point. I mean, we saw what their secondary looked like this year at the beginning. They figured it out, but it's suspect. And the way that, that money works in the NFL, the Chiefs can't sustain this success forever. So... I think it's disappointing to to lose this game. Um, I'm sure that Chiefs fans feel hard done by. And honestly, 
I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think if the Bills are in this game, they beat the Bengals. I really do. I, I, I just think Mahomes lost it in this game. Two interceptions. You can't throw two interceptions against a Bengals defense who isn't that good. I just don't think you can do it. So congrats to the Bengals, but... um. I mean, Chiefs fans, you, you guys got to be really upset with the way your team played in that second half. That was sad, sad stuff. Okay, let's move on to the 49ers-Rams game. Excuse me, this was another great game. I don't even think it's it's um, out of the ordinary to say that this was the best NFL playoffs we've had in, in a really long time. Um, both of these games were good. Championship games, uh, of course, a lot of really good divisional matchups and then really good wild card as well. Um, so the San Francisco 49ers, 17, the LA Rams, 20. Jimmy Garoppolo did his best to manage the game here, but it wasn't enough. He's going to be getting traded as well. They're looking for trade partners. That was the news yesterday, Friday. Um, he goes 16 for 30. For 232 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Debo was actually the lead rusher in this game with 26 yards on seven carries, so really not getting a ton done on the ground. Uh, receiving, we had Debo Samuel getting 72 yards and a touchdown, uh, and George Cato getting 27 yards and a touchdown. However, the Rams somehow secured a comeback in the fourth quarter, scoring 13 points to outdo all of the Niners' hard work. Matthew Stafford, 337 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, 31 for 45. McVay's play calling didn't help him some of the time, but Stafford somehow managed to pull it out. Looked really good in the game. Um, I think every single bad throw we saw from Stafford, uh, we can pretty much blame on McVay. I mean, there was one um, where Jaquiski Tart, he dropped the ball. Like I, I, I just don't even know what the call was. I don't know what the what what receiver he was supposed to hit. I don't know if it was Cup. It's a little bit fuzzy now because it was you know almost a week ago at this point, but um, it was <laughs> it was just bizarre, and that could have been the game. Um, but thankfully, he dropped it, and the Rams won. Um, Cam Akers, forty-eight yards, and <clears throat> uh, no touchdowns for him, but he did have thirteen carries. Cup, unbelievable game, two touchdowns, one hundred forty-two yards on eleven receptions. Beckham, 113 yards on nine receptions. Uh, OBJ, you know, I've I've said things about him before. Um, I think his attitude at points in his career has been interesting. Um, but a lot of these wide receivers, a lot of players in, in all sports um, just have a chip on their shoulder. And honestly, I think it's probably what makes them so good at what they do and I will happily eat crow um on the fact that I thought OBJ was done it's a it's a real testament to how shit Baker Mayfield is because you put OBJ on the Rams and he immediately cranks production through the roof I mean his route running ability is still very good and his hands are just as good as they ever were. I mean, he's just, he's exactly where you need him to be, when you need him to be there. And if you throw him a good ball, which Stafford mostly does, he's going to catch it. And his elusiveness and his ability to just be that guy, that solid number two, has been 
has really made all the difference for the Rams, I think. After they lost um, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods, you know, I thought maybe this could be a problem. But since bringing OBJ in, he's kind of seemed like a really solid, not kind of, but he's he's just been a really solid option. And Cup is the safety blanket, um, but he's also explosive. You know, some some guys have a, a safety blanket. For Mahomes, I think it's Travis Kelsey. But he's got that same ability to just really break one off and, and get downfield. And it's the same thing with Cup, except Cup is faster. Uh, he's he's not as big. He's he's pretty big, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, the Rams receiving core is just crazy. Higby's good. Um, Kendall Blanton had a decent one, dropped a pass, but he did a decent game with sixty yards. And and the Rams defense didn't necessarily hold up as as well as I thought they would, but um, it was it was enough, you know. And the Rams get that that fourth quarter comeback. They get back into the game. They win. They kick the field goal. Um, they, I had the minus two and a half in a parlay with a couple of, uh, couple of bets. I had a Debo touchdown, um, Jimmy G over one interception and he threw that at the end. Of course he did. And a couple of other things and that hit. So that was nice, but yeah, I mean, what an impressive, uh, season from the LA Rams battling, uh, all sorts of, of issues, um, had some weird COVID stuff towards the end of the season, but they're there, you know, they're in the Super Bowl. They're going to be playing at home. The Super Bowl is in SoFi this year. So, uh, I imagine central or not central California, South California, Southern California will be, will be out, um, ready to support. You know, I have made comments about LA fans before, but, uh, I think this, this stadium will be popping and I really like the Rams to beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. But I guess we're going to move on into that. And I am here alone today. I forgot to say that. Um, I'm hoping Jeremy and I will be able to link up and maybe do a Super Bowl show uh, before the Super Bowl. And if not Jeremy, then maybe with somebody else. I know we're we're all just busy right now. I've started to work. Um, we've got some sickness here. Jeremy's got his own schedule. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, and... Yeah, I'm hoping that that maybe we'll have either him and I or him or myself and and some others uh, go over some of the Super Bowl props, give you our picks, uh, things like that. And we're still waiting online, so it's it's not too much of a big deal. Uh, that'll probably be out, you know, midweek, maybe something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're at 15 now. The results from last week uh, on the picks, not not great. Uh, haven't haven't released them yet but I'll tell you they were they were quite bad I'm trying to pull them up I had Chiefs five and a half and Rams three and a half so that missed Jeremy had Chiefs minus seven and Rams minus three so he pushed um on one missed on the other and I missed on both a Kelsey touchdown I had and Higgins yards. Those were my props. Those both hit, which was cool. Um, Elijah Mitchell, most rushing yards of the week is one of the things that Jeremy had that did not hit. Uh, Stafford over Jimmy G passing yards did hit. And Mahomes over Burrow passing yards he had as well. Let's see if that hit. I know I just went over that, but I do forget. Uh, Burrow had 250 and Mahomes had 275. So that hit as well. So we each hit two of our props, which was pretty good. Um, but in terms of game picks, I was 0-2, and Jeremy was um, 0-1, and 1 being the tie. 
Uh, so not great. I didn't have a very good playoffs, I'll be honest. It was um it was rough. I didn't make a ton of money. I, I came out positive still just because I had a really good divisional round. I had a lot of touchdown scores in the Bengals Chiefs game, uh, and I won that uh, that parlay. Uh the Rams Rams Niners parlay for like two hundred or three hundred bucks. So on a pretty small investment I, I did well. Um but a really hard playoffs to pick, you know. I seem to kind of pick all the dogs at the wrong time and all the favorites at the wrong time. I just couldn't get a read on it, and that's part of the playoffs. Things change. Things are different. Uh, it's it's really hard to get a read on some of the teams, you know, in the playoffs, whereas the regular season, I think teams are, are very similar week to week. They perform very similarly. There's a lot of momentum, and when you throw things into the playoffs, there's just so much more at stake. It's so much different, and you really never know who's going to show up and who isn't going to show up. So that's really it. Um, I know that's kind of a quiet one. I, right now, would take the Rams to to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. I think they're currently, let's see, football... Rams are currently minus four, so four point favorites at home. Um, it's, I know it's weird to say at home in the Super Bowl, but they actually are home, so that's that's strange for sure. Uh, minus one ninety eight on the money line, and the over unders come down from fifty, which is what it opened at after conference uh, championships last week. So, um, I think I'd probably take the Rams right now. Uh, I'm rooting for the Bengals, but as a betting man, I, I'd say um, Rams minus four is, is some pretty good money. I like the Rams to win by a touchdown. I just I don't think we're there yet on the Bengals. I don't think I don't know. Bur- Burrow's got ice in his veins, so it's it's hard to even say. Honestly, it really is. It's very challenging to say that. The Bengals aren't ready because every every single time I've said the Bengals aren't ready, they've come out and shown me that they are ready. And I worry about early play calling. Um, Zach Taylor trying to establish the run last week when there was literally no point in establishing the run really worried me. I just think he's a young coach. Uh, I don't know if he knows everything that's going to happen or uh, not everything that's going to happen, but... I don't know if he knows how to handle everything that's going to happen. And the Super Bowl is a different beast. So I'm rooting for the Bengals. I just don't know. Um, I'm hoping within the next five days or so I get some clarity. Um, But right now I'm kind of just enjoying no football. I I don't want to say enjoying, but I don't know. It's nice to not be worrying about what's going to happen come Sunday. Um enjoying basketball soccer's back after we had international break so it's been good i'm just kind of breathing easily watching sports for my enjoyment again golf is back it's nice to just sit at home on a friday or saturday or sit at work um and just watch watch golf watch basketball watch soccer it's nice it really is um i i miss the nfl i'm gonna miss it dearly especially in this upcoming um, off season, I, by the time like 10 weeks pass, I'm like, all right, 
bring it back. I miss it. I need it. I miss my red zone. I miss uh, I miss Scott. It'll be back though. Um, you know, it'll be back in the fall, and it's such a great thing to look forward to. But for now, uh, we're closing the book on the 2021-2022 NFL season. We'll be back next week with a Super Bowl preview. Uh, and there'll be soccer show out early this week as well. So if you haven't listened to our most recent soccer show, go ahead, go check out what happened in the winter transfer window. Um, but until next week, I will, uh, I'll see you. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you.